Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning. It's me. I'm Jason and I'm living lucky. Well, it's actually just going to be me this morning because Janet is not feeling well. So I'm going to take the helm and see where we can go this morning. And it's time to know thyself. Um, the, earlier, this, actually, it was last week, I think I was talking about Socrates with someone in the chat um, and the Socratic method of questioning. And it got me to thinking that that's really kind of where our journey started. So if you're here this morning, let me know you're here. Hit the like button. Hey, David, good morning. Thanks for joining. But that's a lot of times for me, I was always worried about not having the answers, not um, being able to be the person I thought I needed to be when I went outside or went into the world. Hey, Sheila. I know, right? She's just not feeling well. But what I didn't realize is I just didn't have all the, I didn't know what to ask. Have you ever felt, I don't know what I don't know? <laughs> Are you starting a new project? You're, you're starting something new and sometimes you're just like, I just don't know what I don't know. So I don't know what questions to ask. And I, I found myself in that situation a lot. So what I would do is kind of withdraw and try to figure things out a lot on my own. And it's a, I was in a mastermind yesterday or a, a Zoom group and someone posed the question that people only have two problems. One is that they act without thinking or they think without acting. So there was no action. And I posed the hypothesis that it, it might be possible that people just don't know who they are or they don't dive into in, into themselves because they think they know themselves so well just by proximity of being with themselves all the time. But it wasn't, hey, Julin, it wasn't really until I started digging into myself and learning about why I do a lot of the things that I do <laughs> um, that made me understand, oh, okay, this is, these are some little tiny areas that I can make some huge improvements and there's nothing wrong with who I am or where I am or what I'm doing. It's just these are some of the habits that I've picked up and made me feel safe. I don't know if that resonates with anyone or if, if you can relate, but that kind of took me on and, and Jana on a journey. And hers is a little bit different. We all have different journeys, right? But when we get into that, um, a little bit of self-awareness, and sometimes we have those glimpses of self-awarenesses. And for me, one of my big um, breaking points was at one of my jobs where I was like, I cannot take the emotional abuse of this manager coming in here and just berating me over and over and over every single day. And it wasn't every single day, but it felt like it. And I was a top producing um, manager of my office, higher fleet growth, um, customer service, all these things. My employees love me. Um, always, they still call me and are like, want to be, want me to mentor them. <clears throat> Sheila says, I think it's easier to work on changing habits if you have a partner. Absolutely. Accountability is great. And I, I love that's why a lot of people jump in here, I think. Um, and a lot of people come and work with us on a regular basis. 
Um, one of the things that I was looking at the other day is just some small habits, like um, reading 20 pages a day equals 30 books a year. Saving $10 a day is saving $3,650 a year. Now, three close to $4,000 a year doesn't sound like much, but if you think about it, over 10 years, that's $40,000. And do you have $40,000 in the bank right now? A lot of people don't. And that's, that's something to be said. But if you'd started 10 years ago at saving $10 a day, because it's doable, a lot of us will spend, if you look for it, you'll see that a lot of us are spending money here and money there. And $10 a day, you can find it. You can find $70 a week a lot of times that is, is frivolously spent, spent. Walking a mile a day is 365 miles a year. It, growing 1% better a day is 37 times better a year. Those are little changes. And if you're reading 20% a day, that's going to make you 1% better. And you can listen to that on Audible or listen to it on uh, YouTube while you're walking that mile a day, <clears throat> that's covering two things at once. So it's not adding time to your day and you're not spending money at the time. So you're saving <laughs> just little tiny things. And those, those are great. So we're reading this book right now and Enneagrams all, um, that's the road back to you. Jan and I mentioned it earlier in the week. It's all about understanding ourselves and recognizing that we just have different communication styles. We, there's reasons that we act a certain way. It's really about just getting to know ourselves better. Hey, if you're in the chat, just put a, your favorite emoji or something in there. Let me know that you're here. Um, it, I don't want to feel like I'm alone in this. Maybe, maybe I'm the only person that ever feels like this. <laughs> Sheila says, I don't go anywhere. I don't eat out. Finally got my hair cut after a year and a half. Call me cheap. Call you frugal, call you saving, call you knowing what your dream is and making doing things that are intentional towards it because I see that, Sheila, and you have made those steps. Um, I'm putting together a book right now that is, um, Jan and I were talking about it called True Up, True Up Your Life. So it's a, it's basically the program that we went through for ourselves and we're just going to put it together into a, like a workbook. And um, that way other people can kind of follow that process if they want. Thanks, David. I love it. Hey, Marilyn and Sheila, I love the dancing cats. Um, so you, if anybody wants to just say, hey, I want to make some intentional steps towards improving it, but I, I, I don't have, I don't want to get a coach right now. I don't, whatever the reason is. I fought getting a coach for years. I fought um, community groups for years because I wanted to do it all myself. Um there's a specific time for people to make that switch. I get it. Um, I didn't see exponential growth in myself until I got my first coach and I went all in and Jan and I both went all in. We needed to, we needed to see big, big changes in our lives and it, and it made big changes. So that's, that was for us. Um, I get it. Um, Hey Jeff, good morning. But, um, it, it's, it is what it is. So, that's it. But know thyself. And a lot of times we think we know ourselves. But I remember the 
seven-year-old me, the five-year-old me that wanted to help everyone, that wanted to have fun, wanted to laugh, wanted to play. And then I also remember the 19-year-old me that was angry all the time and that felt like he had been laughed at for trying to help people and laughed at for trying to make people smile. And um, then I remember the 25-year-old me that was trying to change the world and, and make it safe and um, felt helpless. But then I remember the 28-year-old me that was in Orlando selling and, and giving solutions to the world. And that became a, a very lucrative path for me because I was actually able to provide solutions and, and do it in a very fluid and easy way that wasn't high pressure. It was, how can I help get compensated and what's a what's what's the real solution that you need not to what's a solution that I want you to have I don't know if that makes sense but how many times have you walked in someplace and and someone wants you to buy what they're selling but all you need is the solution to your problem <laughs> hey Kathy and Lisa good morning right Lisa Lisa says I'm 64 and just now learning about myself a it's never too late and B, it's always a great. It's it's all it feels like I just got goosebumps. Follow the goosebumps. I wish you could see these because it feels it's amazing to start learning about yourself. And sometimes like for me, it was there was some sad moments, but you turn that around. So it was a um in this book, they call it snap. Jana and I, when we when we started learning all these things. We were like, what is this? What is the process that we're using to correct some of our behaviors? And what we came up with was spin positive, which was stop, become aware of, of what we're feeling. Because a lot of times we go through life and we're kind of numb, right? Um, we, we just react. Something happens and we're reacting because it's in its subconscious, we're just on autopilot of, I'm fear, usually it's fear-based for, for me. And I'm thinking something like that happened in the past. This feels like something similar to that. And it's probably going to result in a situation similar. And I don't, I don't want to feel that in my heart, but I'm, I'm numb to that. I've got these walls up, so I'm going to avoid it and react in a specific way that, that moves me away from that situation. A lot of times that was humor-based. And you'll see that all the time. I mean, it's, I still don't really like conflict and things like that, but I will get into it. <clears throat> but so we, we stop, we become aware of what we're feeling. And Jana taught me so much about feelings and just kind of touching base with being able to share what I'm feeling and naming, name the feeling. Because if you don't know what you're fighting, if you don't know what you're using, you can't do anything with it. But then what's it telling you? And then what's the next best thing that you can do with it to move towards your goal, to move, to move in a positive direction. So we called it spin positive. So instead of reacting in a negative fashion or, or holding ourselves back, um, how can we spin forward towards where we want to go? And in this book, they call it snap, which is, um, we just started reading this last week. We've read the whole thing, um, 20 pages a day. I'll get you through a book in a week almost. Um, but it's stop, notice, ask, and then pivot like uh, Ross from friends <laughs> pivot. Um, but it's, 
pretty much the same thing. So these tools are being recognized by people all throughout the industry of being becoming aware, asking ourselves the empowering questions instead of the disempowering questions, because so often we get caught up in this mind trap and these thought worms that lead us into decay and hurt and and fear, sadness, guilt, shame, all these emotions that aren't bad, but they we're not listening to what they're telling us and what the real thing is behind it. And that holds us back where it, we could use it to spin positive and to lead us towards something and to kind of just make a small, tiny tweak correction. It's kind of like static on a radio dial, right? Just turn the knob a, a hair and things come in crystal clear. And that's all. So that 1% shift can change everything. And that's, I'm hoping that's what this workbook will do for a lot of people. And, and that's it. So, hey, Marilyn, good morning. The other day you asked if I was a leader. I consider myself a leader because I'm always doing big things intellectually. I love it. I love it. Laughter is the best medicine. Laughter is healing medicine. Hey, Patrick, good morning. Hey, thank you all for being here. I hope that you will hit the like button um, to show Jana that I, I, I gave it my best today. Um, hit the share button if that's in your heart and um, get this out to some of your people. Um, I'm I'm lobbying for moving this over to YouTube. <laughs> so sorry about that, Facebook. I know that you love hearing that on your platform. But I... Uh, I I think that it, it might be about time to, to change venues, but um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. I'm at, I'm, I've gone over, so I'll, I'll get some flack about that. Hey, Brenda. Brenda says, I always try not to react immediately um, to some situations because it feels best not to act in the moment because my thoughts are at the moment, maybe leaning to the negative. How often do we do that? And you see a lot of people that are very quick to react. And then you see some people are like, all right, I need an answer. I need an answer. And, and I, I was always that guy. I was like, come on, what is it? Let's go. <laughs> and I, I realize now that I'm the guy too that says, hey, if I, if I react quickly, like I used to be, because I was a hothead, let's, let's just kind of process for a minute or a second. And the more you take time to, to, spin positive, it becomes instinctual and it, and it cuts that, that work time down. It's like tying your shoes. You, when you're two years old or three years old, whenever kids learn to tie shoes, we don't have kids, but it takes them a long time, right? You're like, okay, we're running late. Mama's going to tie your shoes now. <laughs> but when you have time, you're like, okay, let's practice tying your shoes. And 30 minutes later, the shoes are tied and the knots loose and all that. But when you're spinning positive and you're doing, you're doing it on a conscious level daily, that becomes instinctual, and now you have a process that every time one of those negative thought worms comes in your head, you can catch it before it starts decaying the rest of your time, and it's not 30 minutes later, an hour later, a week later, that you're still living in that pattern. And, and you're going, what happened to the last week? I'm so negative about something that someone said at a breakfast meeting or at Thanksgiving back in November, and I haven't moved on with my life. And that's a shame. 
because that happens to a lot of us. Diane says, especially when my kids were younger, I never met out punishment until I had time to stop, think about it. That way I knew I wasn't just reacting. Yeah, emotional uh, emotional punishment. And, and a lot of times, how many times do we give emotional punishment to the people that we love the most? Our people we're in a relationship with, people that are our friends. And it's just because when love is involved, it's a higher emotional field and so we're more attached to it. When someone and sometimes people carry that with them to the next person, and the next person is never responsible for the last person and the way that made us feel. But how often do we carry that over? Mm. So know thyself. All right, guys. I love you so much. Keep living lucky and keep staying with us. Share us with a friend. We'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully Jan will feel better. I'm gonna see if I can't get her to the doctor today. See you soon. If the idea of living lucky appeals to you, visit us at startlivinglucky.com.